If you're a Sprint Car fan, you've heard his name plenty, but how much do you really know about Paul Silva? We'll dive today into Kyle Larson's secretive crew chief and car owner. Let's go. It's Wednesday, August 16th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Today's show is being supported by the Dirt Classic coming up at Lincoln Speedway in just a couple of weeks. For the first time ever, Lincoln Speedway's Dirt Classic will take place over two days and feature a total purse of over $99,000. The 10,000 win kickoff to the Classic is on September 2nd. Uh, That is Saturday. That will be followed by the 20,000 win and 1,000 to start Dirt Classic on Sunday, September 3rd. This marquee unsanctioned event will kickstart the month of money in central Pennsylvania, and you can't go to the mall if you don't go to the first one. In just nine years, the Dirt Classic Champions list boasts some of the biggest names in sprint car racing. Hall of Famer Stevie Smith, Tim Schaefer, and Lance DeWeese all have Dirt Classic wins on their racing resumes. Other Dirt Classic champions you might have heard of include Brian Monteith, Justin Peck, and Kyle Larson. Last year, the title went to one of the hottest drivers in the country in Brent Marks. Make sure you're there to see who takes the 10th annual event and the one-of-a-kind titanium trophy. Two-day seats, uh, two-day reserve seats are on sale right now at DirtClassic.com. You can get them for 60 bucks. Here's where it gets good for you, though. The $60 price for a two-day reserve seat is $5 cheaper than the price you'll pay at the gate on race day. So that's great. But for my audience, Lincoln and the Dirt Classic are hooking you up with an even sweeter deal. If you use code Dirt Tracker at checkout, you'll get another $5 off your two-day ticket. So buying in advance and with the promo code gets you 10 bucks off the gate price. But they didn't stop there. For everyone that uses the promo code, they will enter you into a drawing to get a Dirt Classic prize package that includes a Dirt Classic t-shirt, event poster, and a chance to get your photo in victory lane with the winner on Sunday. So an additional five bucks off, uh, five bucks off and the drawing for using the promo code. That's a very sweet deal. You can buy now over at DirtClassic.com. Big thanks to them for hooking you guys up and supporting this show. All right, coming off their second Knoxville Nationals together, I wanted to talk today about Kyle Larson's car owner and crew chief on the sprint car side in Paul Silva. Whenever you talk about Larson on a show like this, there always seems to be a smattering of comments about Silva, how good he is, how good his cars are, and that he should get more credit in all of this. You also seem to see the recurring thought that Larson only wins a lot because he's in good race cars. But I think what those people don't seem to understand is the guys with good cars want the good drivers. So obviously the best drivers are going to be drawn to the best teams and vice versa. But for this discussion, I'm not going to talk about Larson. I want to focus on Silva. He's one of the top sprint car minds of this generation, and there's probably an uh, argument to be made that he could be the top mind. The hard part, though, about the comparisons with him is he just doesn't compete as much as some of his contemporaries. He's decided a scaled-down schedule with a driver like Larson is much more to his liking versus chasing championships and 100 races on the road each year. It makes trying to measure him against guys like Ricky Warner, Philip Dietz, or Eric Prutzman a little bit more difficult. But even with his number of races being much smaller in recent years, his resume is still packed. Since 2016, Larson has 78 wins in 223 sprint car starts. That's mostly in Silva's 57. Larson did make some scattered starts over that period in his own car, so I just want to note that. That win list, though, includes a Kings Royal, Knoxville Nationals twice now, and two Chili Bowls together. But if you think that Silva has only won with Larson in the car, think again. In more than five seasons as Rico Abreu's crew chief, that pairing won something like 70 races together. That was across 360 and 410 competition. 
And with Shane Stewart as the driver, Silva wrenched his way to an ASCS national title and four straight 360 Knoxville Nationals wins. The guy just knows how to make a sprint car go fast. On top of all of success, though, uh, Silva himself is an interesting character in the sport with, I think, a bit of a mystique surrounding him uh, kind of among the fans and, and even some people like me. I think first, the guy basically refuses to speak publicly or in interviews. And I know that because I've tried. When we hosted the Open Red podcast, requests to get Paul on the show were basically met with silence. You won't see him doing talking head videos or aren't profiles on him from the media and anything you can find about the guy is usually secondhand. In the last day or so, I reached out to a few folks who know Paul to get some insight and had one of them politely decline to really even tell me anything at all. Silva is so not interested in the spotlight that even some around him won't talk about him. On top of that, I've had a hard time even finding photos of him that I could use for the show. Most of the regular photographers I get shots from don't have much with Silva in them, and it's not uncommon for his conversations at the track with Larson to be behind closed doors or away from the pit area bustle. Paul does have a Twitter account, but in 2023, he's only tweeted seven times, and three of those are retweets. I think another element of Paul's legend is how he uses money with his operations. With a driver like Larson, I think some assume that Silva is flush with cash and spends a lot of money to go fast, but it really seems to be the opposite. There are plenty of stories of Larson racing on used tires. Silva doesn't have a big fancy truck and trailer set up. Shane Stewart is even quoted in a story from uh, Jeremy Elliott saying Paul could stretch a dollar. One source who did talk to me about Paul said that he's definitely tight with money, but spends where it needs to be spent. Instead of trying to throw money at his cars, Silva gets performance out of his equipment with his knowledge and experience. Other generations of sprint car racing had Carl Kinzer, Jimmy Carr, Scott Gherkin, or Davey Brown. But as I was told yesterday, quote, this generation has Paul Silva. Part of me wishes that he would talk more and that we knew more about him. But part of me also loves that one of the greatest sprint car minds we've seen has no interest in the spotlight. He's a fierce competitor with a dazzling resume and a history of making guys go fast and doesn't seem to need or care about public acknowledgement. He just lets his race cars do the talking for him. Drop me a comment below. Let me know what your thoughts are on Paul and all of this. At Houston Speedway last night, Rico Abreu went fifth to the win, getting by a race-along leader Robbie Price on a late restart to earn his second high-limit Sprint Car Series win of 2023. It was his second win in three races, his sixth top five and seventh top ten of the season. That's in eight races. Buddy Kofoid finished second on the night with Price down to third at the end. It was an impressive and unexpected night for Price in that Sides Motorsport 7S. I think without that late caution, he might win that race. Which would uh, that would have been huge considering Price has yet to even lead any laps in World of Outlaws competition in his career. And remember, he's a full timer over there. In 130 Outlaw starts back to 2017, Price has just two top fives. Uh, it took last night's feature a little while to settle in as well. Several guys getting involved in early crashes, including Kokomo winner Justin Peck and Ryan Timms. Uh, Timms' kind of tough sprint car year continues. Uh, he had two incidents last night. Uh, Kyle Larson started down in 17th. He got all the way to 6th at the end, but Rico's win did close up the championship battle. Just 33 points separate them right now with three races still to go. High Limit goes quiet now for over a month with the next race being September 26th at Lernerville. Uh, last night's Super Dirt Car Series show at Fulton was rained out, so the Big Block Modifieds will try again tonight at Land of Legends. You can watch that one live over on Dirt Vision. And if you want some modified racing of a different type tonight, the USMTS begins their 25th anniversary weekend at Mason City Motor Speedway. Uh, the event runs through Saturday with the finale paying $25,000 to the winner. This one is live on Race and Dirt. 
If you want some other dirt racing content this week, Wing Nation has Kyle Larson and Doug Johnson. Dirt, uh, dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Damian Gardner and Sean Buckley. Do Which on Dirt has Taylor Wood, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Track Confessions, and Dirt Track Weekly. To see all of these shows and all of the episodes, uh, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. That's it for the show today. Looks like eight shows on the streaming schedule, so uh, make sure to hit up that today uh, as well over at dirttracker.com. Hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.